0: Hello and welcome to Abemus Papam, episode 170, Urban III. Dear brothers and sisters, annuncio vobis, annuncio vobis, annuncio vobis, gaudium magnum, gaudium magnum, gaudium magnum, abemus papam. So last episode we had a fairly brief and uneventful papacy of Lucius III, whose major task was negotiating further disputes with the emperor Friedrich Barbarossa. Now today, those tensions that were exposed during that negotiation will get ratcheted up a notch with Pope Urban III. Cardinal Uberto Crivelli was born in Milan, the son of a wealthy family and one of five brothers. He seems to have been sent to study in Paris, and he was the archdeacon of the town of Bourges. This move to France coincided with conflict between the Holy Roman Emperor Friedrich Barbarossa and Pope Alexander III, who himself moved to France for a time. It turns out that the Crivelli family were some of the most prominent voices in Milan opposed to Friedrich, and they personally helped to bring about the Lombard League, which we heard about a couple episodes ago, which would eventually defeat Friedrich in battle. In France, Uberto made some decent connections. He got to know the exiled St. Thomas Becket and the papal authorities who were in France at the time. And he made a good enough impression because he was made the cardinal priest of San Lorenzo and Damaso in 1183. He was then made the Archbishop of Milan in 1185. And not that much later, he was elected Pope at the death of Pope Lucius III in late December of 1185. But interestingly, he wasn't the cardinal's first choice. During the election, the cardinals unanimously chose the Cistercian cardinal Henri de Mariazac, and he declined the papacy out of humility, most likely. So the cardinals then turned to oberto who accepted his election and took the name urban iii he was instituted as pope in verona since the papal court was exiled from rome by the roman commune and in fact pope urban iii was one of the few popes who never set foot in rome while they were serving as bishop of rome the reason why we will see in just a bit as a quivelli a family of firm opponents to friedrich pope urban was not going to get along well with the emperor from the beginning and it didn't help that very on, early on in his papacy, the dreaded marriage between Friedrich's son Henry VI and Constance of Sicily occurred, which united Sicily and imperial territory and hemmed in the papacy. Urban, like his predecessor, refused to crown Henry as co-emperor. And likewise, he decided to remain Archbishop of Milan while serving as pope, partially to prevent Friedrich from getting a pro-imperial candidate in that position. Now, Friedrich, on his part, was not too happy with this situation. It was one of the worst possible candidates for him for Pope. And so he made sure that his minions would keep the Pope in Verona, making the road too dangerous for the Pope to leave the city and return to Rome. Henry, his son, actually led an army into the Papal States and punished areas that were particularly loyal to the Pope. Now, the Pope tried to bring about a resolution, but would not give an inch to Frederick. And since no resolution was forthcoming and Frederick was still working actively against the Pope, Urban decided he would need to excommunicate him. But the people of Verona heard about this and begged Urban not to do it while he was there. Verona was technically imperial territory and they were worried that they would be punished for the Pope's move. So Pope Urban moved to Ferrara, which was not imperial territory, and then he planned to go to Venice. But while in Ferrara, he got sick and died. Now the story goes and it's probably not true but i'll tell it anyway because good stories need to be told that in ferrara on his way to venice pope urban heard about the news of the great defeat of the christian army at the battle of the horns of Hattin on july 4th 1187. now this was a crusader battle the crusader army was facing a challenge that they hadn't seen in a long time saladin the great muslim general had united egypt and syria and was threatening the crusader kingdom in the holy land And so Saladin led a massive army into Galilee, forcing the crusaders to pull as many troops as they could from the surrounding towns to repulse him. On July 3rd, Saladin managed to lead the crusaders into a trap. They were surrounded and utterly defeated on July 4th. And the rest of the crusader kingdoms fell in short order with Jerusalem surrendering surrendering on October 2nd. Now, supposedly the news of this huge defeat met the Pope in Ferrara on October 20th, 1187, and as Pope Urban listened to this horrible news, the utter destruction of the Crusader Kingdom, and the return of the Crusader states to the Muslims, and in his weakened state, he died of shock. He was buried in the Ferrara Cathedral and was succeeded by Pope Gregory VIII, who will have to figure out what to do about Saladin and the loss of the Holy Land, but we will have to wait for that story for next week. Thanks for listening to Abemus Papam. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com or on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or on Spotify. Thank you and God bless you.